Hello and welcome to Building a Brand Foundation, a series of podcasts which will give you a firm foundation from which to launch a successful brand that will attract customers and help you grow your business. Welcome along. Today we're going to be dealing with your brand mission statement. Now a mission statement is something which many people get confused with a vision statement. Um, They all sound rather grand but for me I guess the difference between a mission statement and sort of your vision statement would be you know the clues in the name in a way Uh, the vision statement is how you see the company sort of going in the future and a mission statement is more about the here and now and what the company stands for uh, what it delivers who for and what its sort of purpose is in a way I appreciate there is a lot of overlap with all these things however there are places within this sequence to place everything exactly so that your customers can find out the right information at the right time. The importance of a mission statement is to clarify exactly what it is um, your company stands for, what you do, and to help unite your both your customers and your sort of team behind the scenes in that same sort of goal of achievement. You want to remind them, you know, we aim to do this because of this, and it's going to be for these people so they can help do that. It's kind of that type of thing. But what it will do is if done properly, um, you know, it can inspire people and remind them as to why they're doing what they're doing. A good mission statement often has three sort of main components to it. So the first part is it defines what it does, you know, what your company will do for your customers. It also defines what your company or brand does for its employees. And in a way, what it does for the owners in a way that's beyond Um, sort of financial gain but more about the ethos that the company was founded upon the question is why does it matter why is it so important you know a lot of clients will ask me you know surely this is very similar to sort of our why statement or our vision or our values they all feel very similar and and yes I can absolutely see that however the point being is what we're trying to achieve here is a succinct statement that our customers and our staff can relate to just to remind them what we're about and what matters to us and what we're striving to achieve. Now the problem is if you don't have this written down or articulated or people aren't aware of it it makes it much harder for your customers and your staff to understand your brand and you know this is a problem because if your staff don't understand what's important to you and what you're trying to achieve how can you expect them to explain that to your customers? This problem gets it exaggerated when you are trying to deliver a specific brand strategy and you need your staff to carry out that strategy for you in a way that's going to really move the company on and put keep it going in the direction you want to go you know with the strategy in mind they're not going to be able to do it they can't explain it to your customers they will be confused and therefore they'll lack conviction in what they're doing the knock-on effect is it's slowing the progress of the company. They're not delivering as sort of powerful customer service. And the whole thing is, I guess, like anything, it's trying to lead a group of people across the ocean. You know where you're trying to get to, but you haven't seen the map for a while and you're trying to do it from memory. It's going to be really hard. We all need something we need to stick to that we understand, that motivates us, that we can then tell our customers and keep consistency and kind of keep a high quality of execution and standard in what we do. This lack of unified activity between everyone, it weakens your brand. Uh, It makes it more inefficient. It's not delivering on its promises. There's inconsistent customer service. 
And the trouble with all this is when customers see this lack of unity and this inconsistency, they begin to sort of lose faith in what you're offering. And unfortunately, like a lot of these things, they will tend to go with other rival brands who've got this sorted out, who know where they're going, who are confident on what they're delivering and who staff every time they have that interaction, the staff know exactly everyone's very clear on it. They're organized. You know, that that is an attractive you know, brand to go for. And, and what we don't want to do is, is have people coming to you feeling confused, slightly unsure, and then leaving. When you get the opportunity to win people over, you've got to try and grab them, keep them there so that they can help build your brand with you and then in turn attract customers away from your rivals. And, you know, a great mission statement is, is a really good way of achieving a sort of quality control consistency in your brand amongst your staff, your customers, and making sure that everyone knows where we're headed and why we're doing what we're doing. Effectively, your mission statement should be the driving force behind everything that your team does within your company and externally with your customers and associates. So what I thought I'd do is um, give a few examples of mission statements that I've found um, to give you an idea of, of what they feel like, what they sound like. I think, you know, when I read a lot of these mission statements, I don't find them particularly inspiring. It, I don't think that's probably their role. Their role is really just to remind people what you're about and what we're trying to achieve. So that would be where where you know the, the, your purpose or your why statement is very much deeper and much more emotive and much more sort of powerful the mission statement is almost functional so i thought what i'll do i'll research what i felt were some of the better ones and some of the you know not so good ones i'd read them to you and see what you think and you can make those conclusions and then we'll break it down how to write yours the components you're going to need to put it all together so here's one that stood out for me uh, which would be ikea so let me just read this at ikea our vision is to create a better everyday life for the many people. Our business idea supports this vision by offering a wide range of well-designed, functional home furnishing products at prices so low that many people as possible will be able to afford them. So what they're saying there is they're not only pairing their need to sort of provide a good quality product and service, but it's a real agenda that they want to be able to produce their what they what they sell and buy in bulk and make it flat packed so that as many people as possible have access to that furniture which in then in turn can enrich their lives it's a nice balance of functional outlining what the business stands for which is you know to offer a wide range of well-designed functional uh, furniture at prices so low that everyone can afford them it's you know th there's nothing particularly remarkable there but the key aspect for for me was that thing of for prices so low that as many people as possible will be able to afford them. And that's where it makes it a little bit different. They're, they're, they're forming this, this bond between them and their customers and sort of reminding you why that's important. And so it, it balances beautifully between what we need to do as a team internally to deliver on that. And it reminds your customers sort of what they stand for and why you might want to you know pick them. Uh, an interesting one for me, uh, which I found was kind of, was the Apple one. Now we all are slightly sick to death with, using Apple as an example. But what I did like about this was the way the mission statement had changed under Steve Jobs and now its current one in, uh, I think it was 2017. So very, very recent. And I think, well, for me personally, the Apple brand is certainly changing. Um, I'm less romantic about it um, more currently, you know, in all the stories in the news about slowing down phones deliberately and, and the huge prices and and the way the advertising is shifting. For me, it's becoming much more generic. But I really noticed this 
um, when I read these mission statements. So the one originally that was written by Steve Jobs was to make a contribution to the world by making tools for the mind that advance humankind. Now, for me, that's hugely powerful. That's that's almost like a purpose statement. It's beautifully written. It talks about empowering the customer, but also it's reminding people that we're going to make high quality tools to help people. So for me, that was a, an example of a very beautiful, um, very clearly articulated mission statement that you know was inspiring for both internally and externally. So this is the 2007 sort of uh, evolution of that. Apple designs Macs, the best personal computers in the world, along with OSX, iLife, iWork and professional software. Apple leads the digital music revolution with its iPods and iTunes online store. Apple has reinvented the mobile phone with its revolutionary iPhone and App Store and is defining the future of mobile media and computing devices with iPad. Now, to me, I think that's fairly terrible. That's just telling me what you do and what you sell. Uh, It's not particularly inspiring. It's very prescriptive. So I guess the good thing here is if Apple are prepared to uh, put that down, which I find overly wordy, predictable, uh, generic and forgettable, and they're going to stick to that, then there's hope for all of us. And that's why it's important to sort of have a mission statement rather than agonize over fine tuning and getting it right. I always say, get something down that's good and then take time to sort of refine that to something you're happy with. You can always tweak it and evolve it as you move forward. Don't let the sort of crafting element and trying to make it perfect get in the way of actually producing one. So now the next step, you know, like in all these things, is we need to start putting together a mission statement that's going to help our business. So with that in mind, here are some of the questions I'd want you to probably consider while you're doing it. So the first one is, what does the business or the brand do for its customers? Thinking about what is the product or service you offer? How does it help your customers? So it's kind of, this is the external thing. So we're our products help our customers achieve X or our products are so good that they can go about doing this or it helps them do that. Or It doesn't matter, um, but it's important that you, you articulate what you're doing for your customers and what that why that's important. So if we use the Apple one, they've put to make a contribution to the world by making tools for the mind that advance humankind. So that was their thing. They're helping their customers by making a really good product. So let's think about how does your product your service, your brand, how does it benefit your customers? What does it empower them to do? What does it help them achieve? And how does that make them feel? So that might be one, you know, if you're running, it doesn't really matter. The, 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 it's kind of whatever business you're running, whether you want to think big and you want to cure cancer or stop climate change or or you run a restaurant or a coffee shop and you just want to source the finest sort of, uh, you know, coffee beans that you can get so you can give your customers, you know, the best cup of coffee in the morning. It, that's the, it doesn't matter too much about how worthy it is you do what you do. You could be dog walking. You know, I don't mind what you do, but try and think about how your customers really love that, how it benefits them, how it helps them. The second part is what does it do internally for your staff, for your employees? We also want to empower the people that work for us and the people we work with. We want to get them excited and united under this vision of we are helping our customers through here this by delivering that. You can also look at it as what do I offer my employees, my staff? How do I make them feel? How do I empower them? How does it kind of uh, make them? What's a unifying vision that can get them excited about doing what they do every day? Clearly, they want to help their, our customers, but how do we want to go about doing it? And how do we help our staff? I guess 
one way it's always good to say we strive for the best and we're all about fairness and equality and I would say those type of statements are kind of standard they're kind of expected you're going to need to make it very very sort of specific uh, around what you do so the example I picked out here is American Express we have a mission to be the world's most respected service brand to do this we have established a culture that supports team members so that they can provide exceptional service to our customers again it's it's very succinct. It's beautifully put together. It's not particularly sort of inspirational. It's more functional. But again, if you're a part of the team, you know, it talks about their aspirations. So they want to be the world's most respected service brand, which is, again, it's good to have a goal to to sort of go after. And they talk about that their culture is important and that it supports team members. So if you're a member of staff, you immediately understand how much they value team culture and, and you are part of that culture. And then if you're a customer... It's saying that culture will only help our customers because that's the type of culture that will allow us to deliver exceptional service to our customers. Really simple, three components, but beautifully put together. Third part is what does the business do for its owners? Now, clearly making money and all that type of thing is is why, you know, people start businesses to make money. That's a, a huge component of it. But what we're trying to probably do is is remind people as to what was the sort of attitude and the spirit behind why the business was founded. You know, what what was the story? What were the owners trying to establish? What were they trying to create when they built this brand or this business? And then that might be where that comes in. So uh, the example I picked here was Warby Parker, an eyewear company in America. And it says, Warby Parker were founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious business. So again, With this example, they've led with, you know, we were founded with a rebellious spirit and lofty objective. So it's talking about the people who started it were ambitious, a little bit crazy, but they had big dreams. And that was why they started the company. The second part is for the customers, offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price. And then the third part is the culture while leading the way for a socially conscious business. So again, that's talking about the way the business is put together. It's socially conscious means it respects its staff, how it carries itself out. So that, again, would for me, it's it's prescriptive, but it's it's a good balance. It's kind of succinct. I always like that about it. And it's a, a, a good combination of it's easy to understand and it gets you inspired. So as we wrap this up and we try and work out, OK, how am I going to put my mission statement together? What am I going to do? Those are some ideas that uh, have worked for me when I've been working with clients, considering all the main parties involved. The customers, the staff, the founders. So we're talking about them. What do they bring to the business? So to help you put all this together, I've developed a sort of formula, uh, which is a sort of basic structure, which will help get something down on paper, which then you can refine later. As I mentioned before, you know, the three components that are worth considering are obviously what you do for your customers, what you do for your culture, and then what the vision of the founder was or the people who started the business. If you can work that into there, that's fantastic. If not, it's not a problem because, you know, not all businesses started with lofty ambitions and it might well be I just needed to make money. That's fine. This formula is there to help you give you a structure to kind of how to put stuff down. So the first part is we. So this would be where you put our people. So this is talking about the business, what you do. So this is probably a combination of your staff. Uh, your product, and maybe even your founders. So we, next section, help. This is where you'd put in your customers. So we, blah, 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 
help our customers, so it'd be whether this is a specific target market or just generally society. Part three is to achieve, and then you're talking about what does society want to achieve in their own life, both professionally and personal. It can be as big or as grand as you like or as little as you like. It might be to save money. It might be to eradicate homelessness. It doesn't matter there, but whatever the main objective is that you're helping people do, that's where you need to put that in. And then using, which is the product you offer. So putting it all together, it would read a little bit like this, and obviously you would add to this. We help our customers achieve their number one goal using our services. Now that's really bland when you put it there together, but when you fill out the blanks, uh, it might be we believe in inspiring and supporting our workforce to produce a culture that is inclusive and empathetic or we believe in creating a supportive and inspiring culture so that we can help our customers in their goals to make a living doing something they love using a range of multimedia courses coaching and tutoring to help keep them on track and keep them inspired but the point being is you would start with something like that and you would chip away and just take away all the unnecessary points and just read it through and go, okay, does this inspire my customers? Does it inspire me? Does it inspire my staff? If it does, and it explains what you do, I think you're in a pretty good place. Um, so that's about it. And I'm always available to sort of chat through ideas and bounce ideas off as well. All you need to do is contact me in the email, phone, however, I'm very easy to find. And then we can you know, set some time aside, go through it, and I can help you thrash out your mission statement. I hope you found it useful, and I will see you next time. I just wanted to finish by saying thank you for listening. I appreciate your attention and I hope what I've been talking about you'll be able to put into practice. If you know of anyone else who might find this information beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with them. Please subscribe at iTunes and leave a review. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email or go to my website where you can see all the show notes from this episode. If there are any other topics you'd like me to cover, I'd be happy to do so. DM me on Instagram or send an email to thad at thadcox.co.uk. Thank you.